41, the moon is full. You make love very well. You touch me like I touch myself. I like you, mademoiselle. There's nothing I would rather do than move around just like this. But do I have to dance all night? Do I have to dance all night? Who tell me bird of paradise? Do I have to dance all night? Hello and welcome back to Lenny and Coco, the Leonard Cohen podcast. I'm your host, Ned. And I'm your host, Kinley. We are here talking about old ideas. Mm-hmm. It's an album with some songs that we liked and a couple songs that one of us liked and <laughs> one of us didn't. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That That's all. Yeah, and now that's, we have... That's where we're at. And now we have side B. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't have any specific reviews to call out this time. Okay. Um... It was fun at the in the beginning when publications like Rolling Stone were getting egg all over their face, right, with their foolish reviews. Uh-huh. By this point, everyone knows Leonard Cohen's a legend, and they treat him accordingly, and they all give very good reviews. Oh. What is notable? <laughs> yeah, those <laughs> bastards. What is notable is how many reviews uh, treated this as Leonard Cohen's like farewell death album. Oh. You know, a la Bowie's Black Star. That right. Kind of thing. Oh. Which you can see why, I suppose. Yeah. To some degree. But it's just funny that that is just going to be the theme that gets repeated from now oh, until it, the actual end. Oh, wow. <laughs> just eventually you'll be right. If yeah. If you just keep saying this is the death album. Yeah. Then, yeah, one day that'll be true. Yeah. But uh, this one wasn't, thank Thank goodness. Uh-huh. But, you know, if it had been, he could have been proud. Yeah. And with that, we get to side B. All right. Which begins with a song called Anyhow. You know, it really is a pity the way you treat me now. I know you can't forgive me, but forgive me anyhow. The ending got so ugly I even heard you say. You never ever loved me, but could you love me? This one, listening to it loudly on my record. Yeah. Even though I had to flip the side, it still really struck me the difference in his voice between this and the previous songs. Yeah. Um, Because he isn't singing, really, at all. Yeah. And yet, it doesn't sound anything like the jazzy poetry recitations on... Dear Heather, even though it is a jazzy poetry recitation. Yeah, that's true. But it's so much better. This one is, it's still musical. Uh, Yeah. It's like, I don't know why exactly. I mean, I do know why a little bit because I say he's not singing, but he does have just, just a hint of melody in his voice, which really goes a long way. Yeah. Well, there's also just like a performance quality too, where he's really, Mm -hmm. um, where he's really giving like this worn down quality but using it effectively and not in a way that just sounds like tired <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah 
Yeah, this is a, I I like this one. It's like the 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 song. It's like what he's singing about's like sad, but the song's like sexy. Yeah, <laughs> I I love those contrasts like that. Yeah, I mean it's not like a whole world away from I'm your man. Yeah, Anyways, totally. I dreamed about you, baby. You're wearing half your dress. I know you have to hate me, but could you hate me less? Oh God, I love it's that. Like, it's like, <laughs> I mean, obviously he doesn't say what he's done in this or what the character in this song has done to earn his lover's hate. Yeah. And because he doesn't say it, we can, we are free to be on his side. Yeah. And so it's just like, it's just, yeah, it's just like a sexy come on. Instead yeah. of just a, you know, a pathetic sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. I also like how at the end it kind of abandons the idea of verses. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Through, through it all, it mostly like ends with a question. Like, I know you have to hate me. Could you hate me less? Or there ain't no harm in asking. Could you cut me one more slack? But at the end, it just, it just doesn't do that. And the lines just keep kind of piling up on each other yeah well yeah Yeah. i like that it's like cutting and pasting from like each verse and putting them all together i think that's very neat yeah it actually yeah it is a lot like a dear heather track yeah but in a just it's just it's more good yeah (laughs) Uh, it's more well done yeah the 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 instrumentation is just like really beautiful and and sultry and that also extends into the backup vocals, which I think are really great on this one because they're very like breathy. Oh yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think we have to shout out this moment. Uh huh. Well, both of us are guilty. Have mercy on me, baby. Yeah, Christ. <laughs> it's just great, and it's so great to know to only do it once. Totally. Like if they had come in after every line in that last section. That's gonna that's gonna wear out its welcome. But yeah. To just come in at the end. And that little organ that like leads them in. Great stuff. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, good track. Great. Yep. Moving on. All right. Crazy to love you. Oh. Had to go crazy to love you. Had to go down to the pit. Had to do time in the tower. Begging my crazy to quit. So, very diligent listeners who have done all their homework will, several weeks ago, have heard us say at the end of an episode, next week we're doing Blue Alert by Anjani. <laughs> yeah. And they will have immediately gone to their streaming service of choice and listened to that album. Uh huh. And they will have been horribly disappointed when the next week we did not do. Blue alert. Yeah, sorry about that. But now your time has come because you will recognize Crazy to Love You as a song from that album. There you go. Leonard wrote the lyrics and Johnny wrote the music. Yeah. Here it is, all Leonard. Yeah. And it's uh, very, um, it's interesting because it's still, you know, the, 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 you know, current, when I say current, I mean 2012 current Leonard Cohen voice, but it's a, it's a very classic Cohen. It's a solo acoustic guitar. Yeah. And it, it and like the, the, the progression of it, the notation, it's very, like, it's just straight out of that time. Mm. Yeah. I was thinking it was more like, um, 
uh, recent songs, actually, like some of those like jazzy. Oh, okay. Um, ballad things. Yeah. Like um, more that came so far for beauty. Right. Yeah. Kind of thing. But um, with guitar. But with guitar. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's like, who would have thought we were going to hear Leonard Cohen do a solo acoustic guitar song? I know. Nobody. Yeah. It's. However. Uh, what? I don't like it that much. I was <laughs> my. I was going to say, I think, I think it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It is. That's yeah. That That is about the extent of it for me. Uh, and I think I really only had one note about a lyric. Oh, yeah. I don't even like necessarily love the lyric. I was just, I want to make a point of like, um, the lyric is a had to be the people I hated had to be no one at all. And it's just another sort of, I always like to point out the sort of like Buddhism hints. Yeah. (laughs) Creep into his lyrics. And that's one one of them. I liked that one too. Yeah. Um, it's a, I mean, it's a short, but very incisive statement about, actually some of the same stuff that feels so good is about like changing yourself mm. um, to be with someone. Yeah. One thing I don't like uh-huh. though is when it sounds like he's repeating himself. There's a verse in here. Had to go crazy to love you. You who were never the one whom I chased through the souvenir heartache, her braids and her blouse all undone. Also just reading that out loud. Also, um, <laughs> Why does you change to her all of a sudden? That's confusing. But that's not oh. what I wanted to complain about. <laughs> what I wanted to complain about was that, uh, I mean, they're tiny phrases, but still because Leonard Cohen's songs are so powerful and stick in your head so much, these stood out to me. Her blouse all undone just sounds like your shirt all undone in Master Song. Right, yeah. It's a very specific phrase to repeat. And you who were never the one. I mean, you who were is like pretty general, but it's also a weird way to say it. Like most people would just say, you were never the one. Right. But you who were, and he said, the way he says it sounds so much like in the old revolution when he says, you who were absent all day. Oh, wow. Okay. And so it just kind yeah. of bothers me because that's never happened before. Mm. And we're so far in that you'd think it maybe would have, but. It hasn't. Which is, in a sense, a good thing. But yeah, it's a good thing that it hasn't happened before. And yet we've arrived. Yeah. Well, good. It's just kind of too bad. And I don't know if it's like, was he like not trying as hard because these were lyrics for someone else? That's not a very generous Uh, (laughs) thought. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, it's all right. I would say it's the most boring song on this record. Yeah, probably. Sorry, Leonard. So let's move on. Okay. Next up is Come Healing. Mm. Oh, solitude of longing Where love has been confined Come healing of the body Come healing of the mind Oh, see the darkness yielding That tore the light apart Come healing of the reason Come healing of the uh, once, many years ago now, mm-hmm. I was biking along Harvard Street in Toronto on a sunny but brisk fall day. Uh-huh. A fair bit like today was, ah. though earlier in the season, so the leaves were still up and shining. Mm-hmm. And I was biking along and I was listening to this song. And I'll tell you, I've probably never experienced anything closer to religion than I did in that moment. Whoa. What so hap- what I love the song. What, like... What was the feeling? Oh, 
<laughs> I'm not Leonard Cohen. Yeah. I can't uh, describe it. It's yeah. just... Um, Oh, sorry to put you on the no, spot. It's, okay. it's just you got me curious. It was just like a, <laughs> I don't want to say joy necessarily. It wasn't like a very active feeling. Mm. Just a all present satisfaction. Wow. It was great. Very cool. So sorry, what was it? I feel like you were going to follow that up. I apologize. Well, just um, I, I love the song. Yeah. The um, song's... That moment has never left me. Well, it just like, it, it, it's... It's pretty remarkable that like, obviously it has the very distinct like Leonard Cohen feeling to it. And yet like as someone who grew up uh, going to church, like this really sounds like a hymn. Like this sounds like you would hear something you would hear at church, like very distinctly. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, they do a beautiful job with the the sort of choral uh, backup vocals. Um, and it, it's a, another very like, well, would you describe this one as sparse sounding? Yeah. Yeah. This is one of, one of that set. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot to mention um, on Anyhow, that was also a Patrick Leonard joint. <laughs> um, yeah. And Show Me the Place. And now this Come Healing completes the set. And so I feel like out, oh, okay. Anyhow is kind of the outlier in that. But I really see such a through line. Mm. Of going home and show me the place and come healing. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I say kudos to Patrick Leonard. <laughs> kudos, Patrick Leonard. He did a good job. Whatever he did on this, it's yeah. not 100% clear. But, well, no, it says here he wrote, produced, arranged, engineered, programmed, and performed the music for those four songs. There you go. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do I like about this? Yes. Well, it's a prayer. But at the same time, it's a very concise summary of the human condition. Mm. I think um, what I notice about it foremost is this equal weight it gives to the body and the mind, which is something I've thought about a lot. Oh yeah. And it, and it knows that our emotions come in the middle. That's where they form in the middle of those two things. Um, Come healing of the body, come healing of the mind, come healing of the reason, come healing of the heart. Those are, those are, Two equally important things. People, yeah. people like to debate about them. Yeah. About which is more valuable and which uh-huh. is better. I think that's silly. Yeah. They are. They're all a part of us. It's, <laughs> like it's, yeah, and it's impossible to parse. They're equally what makes us human. Yeah. Like some people think that like maybe the emotions and the body are more animalistic than the mind. And I, I can see what you would, why you would think that. But I don't know, just the the way that we're able to know our hearts or know that we don't know them. Yeah. I think is something different than the other animals and is as much a part of us as, you know, our ability to do math and have language and handle currency and yeah, whatever else you want to say is like the defining thing about human. Yeah. And I see that in this song and it's got a, Cozy little electric piano. Yes. Serving as the bed here. It's yeah. great. Um, the female voices are stunning. God. <laughs> yeah. And, and that organ in the final verse uh-huh. is uh, so yearning and stretching for something. Yeah. 
there's it, it moves me. Yeah, there there's a a lyric I want to point out. I, I always love. Um, I mean, <laughs> superficially, it makes me think of like. Um, you know, like whatever Tumblr posts or just those like uh, um, photo uh, sets where they'll compare like, you know, uh, veins to uh, like leaves. And it has there's literally a lyric version of that in here. <laughs> a longing of the branches oh, to yeah. lift the little bud. A longing of the arteries to purify the blood. I love that. Remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> and just to to attribute longing to mm. the branches and the mm -hmm. arteries is so sweet yeah because it's true in a way yeah yeah i mean yeah it's like the thing doing what it's for it's completing its purpose yeah and then if you think about it, like in going home god telling leonard cohen what his purpose is and so he may when he's feeling like a lazy bastard living <laughs> in a suit want to do this one thing <laughs> yeah but there's a deeper longing for fulfilling your purpose and doing something that actually makes you feel, you know, I don't want to say significant because it's not like it has to be something that affects the broader world, but just feeling that you are doing something worthwhile. Yeah, for sure. It's a, a human need. Yeah. What else? There's, I, there's something almost physical feeling about the way these voices interact the song opens with the female voices and when Leonard's come when Leonard comes in. Yeah. After we've heard like several lines of just the beautiful angelic voices. Yeah. And he comes in with his old man voice. It's like <laughs> I mean it's a it's just a great juxtaposition, but I don't know. It almost like feels like actual like objects coming against each other. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, very. And then there's just there's another cuz yeah, the the, the the vocals I think are really sort of the, the star of this song and one uh, in the outro uh, when they when they repeat the um, uh, oh let the heavens near at the penitent uh, the penitential hymn they th there are some vocalists that like break off into this other part that like swells and yeah. it's so fucking unreal it's so great I'm definitely gonna put yeah I'm gonna put a little clip of that in here oh, yeah yeah there's i mean i think there's a thing where it, i don't know if it's every verse or just like the the last couple uh -huh. but they get a little progressively more complicated as it goes on uh um, instrumentally you mean no with the vocals oh oh yeah in the like um the verse that starts oh troubled dust concealing an undivided love the backup vocals are doing something a little more complicated than they had been doing and then of course oh I at didn't the end that. it it hits that that high point right there's a there's a three moments on this album i think the first being that final anyhow that we pointed out in anyhow uh-huh, yes. And the second being this, and the third one we'll get to, that okay. are just, like, these amazing vocal moments that, uh -huh. like, are worthy of, you know, like, that Jennifer Warren's album we listened to with, like, that crazy uh, acapella Oh, the acapella, song. yeah. Yeah, like... S what was that? Singer Must Die? Yeah. 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 But I like how they just, like, save it for these very specific moments. Yeah, it's great. Just to, just to punctuate the song. Lovely and restrained. I respect that. 
Yeah. Yeah. And the third one is actually in the next song. Oh. Which is called Banjo. Excellent. There's something that I'm watching means a lot to me. It's a broken banjo bobbing on the dark infested sea. I would call this a great song in a perfect place on the album. Y- y- yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just so nice it's great and pleasant and yeah. fun and so this is another blues song but uh-huh. like you almost wouldn't even know until you think about it it's just so easy going yeah um i also only just realized now as we were listening to the clip that it totally just sounds like the firefly soundtrack Oh, yeah. But with like some extra instruments. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. Uh, few things I like more than the Firefly soundtrack. There you go. Yeah, it's good. Um, I, I was reading on Genius that there are many people who believe that this was written about Hurricane Katrina. Okay. Or at least around that time. And certainly a lot of the lyrics do kind of point to that. Do, I was wondering if you had any notions or feelings about that. That is interesting and probably better than what I'm about to say. Oh, well, we'll say it anyway. (laughs) That's what we're here for. (laughs) I don't really, I only wanted to bring this up half as a joke. Okay. I don't really think that this is the key to the song. Okay. And so I did not say on our 10 new songs episode something. Oh. That in the song Boogie Street. Yeah. uh, He says something about something. And I'll tune. Oh, it's like take one more drag on the cigarette, take another drag on the cigarette, and tune the old banjo or something. Oh, yeah, like yeah. That. Oh, yeah. And to me, it kind of sounded like the banjo was an oblique way to refer, like, not to his dick specifically, <laughs> but to like sexual appetites. To the, tune the banjo and get back out oh, on Biggie yeah. Street, you know? I see what you're saying. Have another drink, another cigarette, tune the banjo. Yeah, interesting. And so going into this, I was like, What's the banjo about? Oh, and so that's the only thing in my head. No, I, I, like, I do love that. But I don't that's really great. know how this would work. Although maybe like, you know, you're an old man. You're bro, It's a broken banjo, Bob. And things don't work as well as they used to. The dark infested sea. The dark infested sea of life, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, don't know how it got there. Maybe taken by the wave. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> the wave of time. But it's certainly a lot, uh, a lot, a lot lovelier. And sweeter and kinder if he's, uh, you know, inhabiting somebody who has suffered in a natural disaster. Yeah. And we, and we know like he's, he's no stranger to like talking about a, a, a world event, That's especially true. a tragic one. So I would, yeah, I could see that. And when did that, when did that happen? 2005? Five? I think so. Oh, why do I think it was later? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, no, this this song. Is, I, I feel like I haven't really talked about my feelings on the song yet. No, I think this one's a uh, yeah, really, really lovely. It's a, uh, it's got a, it's got a good, easy. Go- yeah, I think you you said easy going, didn't you? Yeah, it really does just like have that vibe. It's a it's a nice sort of um, welcome um, sort of change or like addition in terms of. Type type of sound to the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean about it being perfectly placed. It's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it's gonna carry you along. Yeah. Um, 
and the good like vibes the banjo of the, the good vibes of this are going to take you right to the end i think yeah um trail i just love listening to this song it's as simple as that there you go and uh the third jennifer warren's worthy vocal moment comes right at the very end of this song i love the way this song ends hmm it's a broken banjo bopping on the dark infested sea. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just great. Yeah. I, I also like that, like, it, it may not be for every person listening to it, but I like because it's a, that steady progression up and you think maybe they'll go up another, but they, they leave you mm-hmm. right there. And it's like, you know what? good <laughs> that's yeah that's where it should have left yes yeah excellent great yeah well i'm all tuckered out now oh <laughs> From, do, you, do you need me to sing you a lullaby god that would be great <laughs> sleep baby sleep what days on the run The wind in the trees. Okay. I think I think this song is so pretty. What what is going on with those drums? <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Like I, I actually haven't been remarking on it, and even in the last episode, because like there's some really great percussion on this album. And like great drums with like um with uh playing with brushes, some nice sort of like jazzy. And then it's just this like really flat, like just dr- electronic drum sample. And I don't like it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was going to say that this starts off like right from the bat sounds a lot more like 10 new songs and Dear Heather. Right. Than the rest of this album. Yeah, I for sure. It, I think it was on Dear Heather, not 10 new songs that we were complaining about the drum sounds. Or yeah, that's was. what I was thinking of when, yeah, you were and, and you were right. Yeah. And, and when we did that contrast with uh, In My Secret Life, and like right. that's yeah, what I was yeah. thinking of listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This is one of the ones that Leonard himself put together. Oh. <laughs> well. I mean, he probably just like doesn't care that much. Mm-hmm. Like he's not a drummer. Yeah. just He just needs a rhythm to keep the song together. Yeah. Except that he doesn't, as Patrick Leonard shows right. on, on his songs. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's too bad. But yeah, and the the bass also sounds ten new songsy, but it, it's 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 not as egregious. Mm. Um, that's Sharon Robinson playing the synth bass. Oh no way! Yeah. Oh cool. I don't know. This isn't my favorite song on here. It kind of uh, baffles me that this one has the the little star next to it on Apple Music, which signifies oh. that it's one of the most played. Interesting. Yeah, I do like. I mean, it's funny because the song's called Lullaby and like, this is definitely like, there's a really great like nighttime song. Like I could put this on like a sleepy playlist because mm-hmm. like, I think it is like very pretty, as I said, um, it's very like nice to listen to. But yeah, I do. I do think that is as far as it goes. I actually didn't really didn't have a lot of notes. I, I was just I going to sort of open up to uh, discussion what you made of the um, talking in tongues motif that's that was really all i had yeah i was wondering about that because i immediately loved the couplet 
the mouse ate the crumb, then the cat ate the crust. Uh huh. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was kind of taken aback by now they've fallen in love and they're talking in tongues. I was like, what is that? Tell me about a mouse and a cat. Like, I don't. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. Well, yeah, because I, I I vibe with it more with the wind and the trees is talking in tongues. Sure. I think that makes like a little more yeah. sense because it's sort of like yeah. this this language that's beyond like human comprehension. I did start to think of it as like, um, you know, when you're falling off to sleep and you aren't quite there yet, but uh, mm. some, on some nights you get to notice when your thoughts stop making sense. Yeah. Which is a great feeling. Yeah. And just like, you know, you're about to fall asleep because you're just like, you know, you go from worrying about what happened that day to just being like thinking about clocks <laughs> melting and other surrealist images. Yeah. Um, which is a form of talking in tongues in a sense. Yeah. Maybe. True. And even when you have fallen asleep and maybe the cat and the mouse are in love because you're having good dreams, but yeah. That felt so like fuzzy for a Leonard Cohen song. <laughs> fuzzy. But but then I was thinking, oh like a mouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then or I was thinking uh he's been so comprehensive with human emotions. Maybe he should get to have one song that's just straight up fuzzy and sentimental. Yeah. I don't know. Cuz you can imagine this coming out of him spending more time with his grandkids recently. Absolutely. Which is a very sweet thought. Yes. And so if that's the case, I'll, I'll forgive it all. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, basically a pleasant song Yeah, that I'm not crazy about. Yep, I agree. Okay. Well. Then let's bring it home on the home stretch in the home turf <laughs> where we're at home. Like I said, we switched the room around where we do our recordings. Oh, I see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're sitting on different sides. Oh. <gasps> We find ourselves on different sides of a line nobody drew. Though it only be one in the higher eye, down here will we live, it is too. This is more like it. Yeah, it's great. This is like it also has that 10 new songs uh, kind of sound. Like it's way more electronic y. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, then the more organic sounds we've been getting a lot of on this album. Yeah. But it's in a good way because uh-huh. it's fun and it's spicy. Yeah, I, I for think, sure. I think that sound always worked better with Leonard's hornier lyrics. Oh, um, <laughs> for sure. And that's definitely going on here. Uh-huh. So, like the pull of the moon, the thrust of uh, the sun, and thus the ocean is crossed. Absolutely. It's just like we're on another level here. Yeah, that's great. We're We're... We have mastered the poetic description of sexual acts here. Uh-huh. I, I don't think anybody's ever doing it better than this. Yeah, for sure. Uh, just on a on a completely musical note, I I really love the the intro to this song. Uh, comes in with just sort of I think it's both like an electric keyboard and a, an electric organ. It sort of sounds like, and then the lead in is like. Uh, the keyboard and organ doing like these eighth notes, uh, going, going up higher do 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 do. And with the uh, snare drum, I'm going to include a clip of this by the way. Uh, and, and I was like, Oh, this is good. But I was like listening to it over and over making this note being like, what makes this so good by realize the real star of the show is the bass, which is coming in on every other in quarter notes 
on the off beats and going descending. Ooh. And it just, it combines to just, it sounds so nice. Let's check this out. Yes. Oh, yeah. Tasty. We're, it's going, just, we're going down. It's just, yeah, it's just tasty. My big, my big lyrical question is that of like the sides. He, he, makes, he makes note of this uh, saying, I to my side call the meek and the mild. You to your side call the word. What's, I don't really know what's, what's going on here. <laughs> what do you, do you have a. Well, I thought that was interesting because listening to it and you hear I to my side call the meek and the mild. You yeah. assume the next line is going to be like you to your side call the strong or something e- like yeah. that. And then, um, just that turn you to your side called the word is like you call God and just everythingness is such a surprise. Yeah. And then go on by virtue of suffering. I claim to have won. You claim to have never been heard. Yeah. Sort of brings it back down in a way. Like if he's the one saying this and says, you claim to have never been heard. Yeah. Just sounds a lot more like a very typical, like male, female relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So to answer your question, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. True. (laughs) Well, because what what I was going to add when you said the thing about how you expect, you know, for the, the, the opposite for like the strong and it's called, uh, to your side, call the word. There is like, I guess a sort of connotation of like authority so you could sort of argue that there's like a strength in that yeah that's that's true he's doing like the classic leonard cohen thing of like meaning two things and simultaneously like playing to the expectations and subverting them yeah yeah um but i do not have any sort of definitive answer on what the sides he's talking about are i think partly it's the sides of the bed (laughs) Oh, I love it. That's it's, great. Sounds stupid, but <laughs> I feel like that has to be like part of the genesis of this song. Uh-huh. <laughs> great. But yeah, it's, just a, it's a great chorus. Both oh, of, yeah. Both of us say there are laws to obey, but frankly, I don't, I don't like, like your, your tone. tone. <laughs> you want to change the way I make love, but I want to leave it alone. And you know what? Guys, <laughs> guy's 78 years old. He's probably oh. on the right to leave it alone. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also love... Uh, just like the rhythm of these lyrics when he says, I say that you shouldn't, you couldn't, you can't, you say that you must and you will. It's oh yeah. Fantastic. Lovely. Fantastic stuff. Mm-hmm. What else? The solo is great in this. Mm. Um, it reminds me of tower of song. It's like dinky in the same way. It's like, there's a, it's obviously like a fuller version. Like there's more, I don't want to say full band. Cause these are like electronic instruments, largely, uh-huh. but a full band sort of sound behind it, but it's still like, has that same kind of like um, ineptitude, but like <laughs> on purpose ineptitude that's very charming. Right. Inept is probably the wrong word, to be fair. Um, but, you know, it's like uh, 
It could be performed with two fingers. And yeah, it's yeah. just something you could learn if you had just started piano and if you practiced. Yes. And it's got that that charming amateur quality. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, overall I'd say this is not the strongest song on this album, but I like it and I really like that he chooses to end this uh pretty earnest album <laughs> that is full of like organic and acoustic sounds that we haven't heard from him in the studio for years. Uh-huh. And he'll still choose to end with this electronic horny boogie. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's great. It's great. Well, that's the end of the record. The end of old ideas. Those are the old ideas. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, I, I, I liked it. Uh, what are my, where my sort? Oh, well, one thing that, immediately struck me. And I found this with, um, with every listen, even with amen on there, which is like over seven minutes. But I always, I don't know if you found this, but I, I was always sort of surprised when it ended. It, it goes yeah. very quickly. Oh, I did find that it's breezy. Yeah. It's a, it's a breezy album. Um, and so I don't really know if there's like a, a point to be made about that, but that, that just always struck me because it's really the first, time i've felt that with a, a leonard cohen album <laughs> yeah. and not i don't even mean that necessarily in a bad way but it's just yeah it, it goes quickly and i think that probably speaks to like some type of uh momentum and uh economy of uh <laughs> of uh of whatever editing or just pacing of an album but yeah i i, I really like some of the the sort of s- Sound. I don't even. I don't know if I necessarily mean genre, but just the sort of sound of the album, especially the the sort of top half, sets a really like lovely tone that I imagine we'll probably be seeing more of in this sort of final era. I don't know that for sure because I haven't heard it, with the exception of one song, <laughs> which I know has a sort of oh, actually two songs, but there's one song in particular I'm thinking of. And uh, so yeah, this one's this one's got me ready for uh, the rest of the era. Um, I think it was uh, a good start. I don't have the authority yet to say whether it will be the best of the era. I'm guessing not, but who knows? Ned knows. <laughs> but uh, but I'm sure he'll leave that ambiguous until the end. I mean, who can really say anyway? Right. But um, I can say that this is a pretty important album for me. Um, okay. I've talked about uh, the year when I lived in my own songs from a room style room has been a, a big year for me finding my identity and how I listened to a lot of Leonard Cohen and Bob Dylan that year and almost nothing else. Yeah. That was the year this came out. Ah. Although this had come out in January. I had not paid attention <laughs> at that time. But then in the summer, Bob Dylan had a new album that year called Tempest. Uh-huh. And I listened to some of that. And for some reason that triggered me to also go back and listen to this Mm -hmm. as the most recent Leonard Cohen album. Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah. I sort of surprised myself by loving an album by a (laughs) 78-year-old. Right. uh, As much as I did. But I really did. Um, Like I said, Darkness was a heavy hitter. Yeah. um, And Going Home was another one yeah. that uh, just really spoke to me for whatever reason at that time. So this album has been my, in my life for a long time. And even though it's one of the newer Leonard Cohen ones, 
to me is like basically one of the classics in a strange way. Excellent. So I really like it. That said, there are moments on it that I pointed out that are, that keep it from being perfect. Yeah. Alas, but few things are perfect in this life. So (laughs) that's just how we have to, how we have to live. Yeah. (laughs) But I really like it. I think it's really fascinating to see him come back in a lot of ways to sounds and song styles that he'd left behind yeah many years ago yeah for and sure still finding something new in them yeah old ideas yeah yeah um, but at the same time i think he's finding new ways to use his instrument in those songs that uh patrick leonard helped him with that i've been hyping up the way he can just fill those cavernous spaces with his voice never ceases to impress me. Uh-huh. And I always love listening to it. I think maybe various positions is when that started, when he would just be able to go low enough to, especially when you're listening in headphones, just like your whole head is Leonard Cohen. That's, yeah. that's all it is. And that's great. And yeah. his voice just keeps getting deeper. And it's that incredible. effect just keeps improving. And I love it. Yeah. So I really like this album. Sick. And attentive listeners will know that I have backed myself into a corner. Yeah. And have three top half spots left to give. Oh, shit. And there are three albums remaining. Oh. So <laughs> surprise. Old Ideas is a top half. But I got to say, it would be anyway, no matter what. There you go. Yeah, obviously it sounds like a very important album in your in your life. Uh and it is a good one. And I'm the the, <laughs> the, the, the problem is I I'm basically relying on uh I, I'm just like I'm imagining I'm holding out for one of the last albums to really hit a height. But I can't know. But I'm I'm still, uh, I, I mean, I only have one left, right? One top half spot. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to have to put this in the bottom because I, I'm, this game's so stupid because it's, because I, because <laughs> I, I, I don't know what's to come, but I, I just have a feeling that maybe something will hit a little harder for me. You feel like that death album is going to be the one. Maybe. Understandable. <laughs> yeah. The Black Star. Yeah. 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 But the actual one, not not old ideas. Yeah. As was predicted <laughs> by what, Rolling Stone? Or just everyone. Uh tons of people. Yeah. Um to the point where it's kind of funny because then when You Want a Darker was coming out, yeah. some people had noticed that and were like reacting against it. It's oh. like it's funny how people say every album's a death album, but he just keeps doing it. And yeah. That actually was. Oh, right. Um but then it wasn't, surprisingly, because there was another one. Oh, right, yeah. Anyway. Yes. They said it about this one. They said it about next one. Popular problems. Ooh. And that's what we come to next week. Excellent. So we'll see you then. Yes. You'll hear us then. <laughs> we'll we'll all have a great time together with our popular problems. Indeed. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yes, and see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.